Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller here. I'm going to pontificate on something that probably, (laughs) probably, you know my story. If you've been listening to this thing and you know my story, I probably have no business even broaching this topic. But it's something that has come up in my personal life, in readings, in observations, in conversations. So I thought, well, that's where podcasts are born, so let's get in here and hammer this out and think about something together. So the big qualifier is I'm going to ponder, and this is not necessarily anything that has been hammered out in the anvil of my own life, but I do have some observations, but I'm not right, okay? I am not right. I'm just observing and putting some stuff out there to think about. But the topic du jour is relationships. And maybe what spawned this for me is recently, over the last couple of weeks, the planets Venus and Neptune have been in a really interesting relationship-oriented energy. Now, by the time you are listening to this, because by the time I'm recording this, that has gone. Venus moved on. But it definitely spawned some thoughts, observations, and conversations. Now, I would never reference anything going on up in the sky without taking a bigger step back to January 12, 2000, when Saturn and Pluto aligned in the sky. That's that big conjunction that we've talked about quite a bit on here that has these fundamental, basically 250-year cycles of shifting major transformative alignments on Earth. So we're still under that umbrella for a long time. So I'm going to be personally tracing things back under the context of Saturn and Pluto. You know, I think about us having that little get-together that we did in Dallas on that day, on that morning, and sat there and watched that unfold and had no idea what was getting ready to happen. But almost right on astrological cue, just days and weeks, not a month after we had that get-together, here comes COVID. And, you know, COVID did not just affect our society. I mean, you think about every single person on the planet was equally affected. I heard stories of people who live on the Amazon, and basically they shuttle. These are tribal people that shuttle people up and down the Amazon on boats. Those boats were beached. I mean, this affected everybody, and we know this, right? So all of a sudden, Saturn and Pluto align, indicating major shift in store, and within weeks, everybody on the planet was restrained, constrained, locked down, virtually prisoners of our own surroundings. Think about the magnitude of that. Certainly something we haven't seen in our lifetime. And even if you go back to the Spanish flu of 1918, that pandemic, which lasted about three years, it really didn't have this kind of an effect. And it certainly wasn't managed globally like that, that all of a sudden everybody is of like mind to shut down. I mean, where do you get a whole planet that decides that it's The only thing it can do is shut down and that that's the prevailing attitude. Was that the right decision? I don't know. Not my topic. Not not for here. But I'm just saying, feel the energy here. That's the point. The point I'm making is feel the energy. Well, the next thing that started to show up 
were these relationship challenges. And then it wasn't too long after that that Majana and I went through our relationship challenge. And it was so parallel to the energy that I was just left jaw-dropped, basically um, having to interpret what in the world just happened under this umbrella. And then friends start to talk about their challenges. And in readings and the sessions that we were doing started, you know, it just all of a sudden it just started to bubble up all over the place. So here was this shift in relationships. In fact, relationships that prior to Saturn and Pluto appeared solid and now they're breaking up. And many of you listening to this have been through something. And I'm not just talking about partner relationships. I'm talking about jobs because that's a relationship. Employer, employee, employee to employee, coworkers, all of that. And then not to make too much of one side of this coin. A lot of you made it through perfectly fine. And your relationship is stronger, better, deeper, more rooted than ever before. So we're seeing a dichotomy and we're seeing both sides of this, but definitely there was a trigger and it affected a lot of people. So I got to thinking, especially under this latest planetary energy, what's going on here in this area of relationships? And I was talking to a buddy the other day and he was talking about, and he has not been dating for a while and yet feeling, I think what we're all feeling is that need for connection and and had a little get together just for dinner and connection with a friend and it wasn't any big deal, but he was just asking about the context of relationships. And that helped solidify my thoughts because the first thing I mentioned to him just in our casual conversation is that we grow through relationships. This is where we flex our muscles, right? It's where we get challenged. It's where we get called out. It's where we have to live authentically or, buddy, it doesn't work, <laughs> right? I mean, this is the, these are the close-in ones. You, you know, your kids. I mean, your kids, even as a parent, your kids want to look up to you, but they do see the cracks. They probably are better than covering them up than our partners are. But we have to be the person that we want in and of a relationship. I heard somebody say one time that if you want to get into a relationship and you're, you're looking to date, make a list of everything that you want in your potential partner. Everything. Write it all down. Make a list. And then when you've done that, become the list. <laughs> I mean, that's the best advice ever. We can't point a one-sided finger, right? So what we're saying, though, is that we grow through relationships. And over this past year and a half, for a lot of us, that piece has been missing in our lives. So, yes, we're living comfortably now. We've gotten used to the new normal. Um, we're getting back into society. Things are opening back up, various parts of the world. And I realize, you know, in listening, we have podcast listeners all over the world and various places are at various stages of opening up. But as we are taking steps toward whatever new normal is going to look like. This area of connection and relationship, I think, is becoming a much bigger deal. Even if you already have your partner relationship established, I think we're looking for more connection. Don't you? Don't you feel that? I mean, it's almost like right now, 
let the pendulum swing back the other way, that we need relationships more than we ever have. And listen, I think guys need guy relationships. Ladies need female lady relationships. So I think this is broadening out as well. I did an interview the other day for my Dallas radio show with a neurologist about Alzheimer's. And he was talking about all the typical things that medicine and science knows about Alzheimer's, which is actually very little, as he was saying, is they just can't seem to find a cure for it because they don't know the exact cause of it. But as we were talking about the prevention, he made a very interesting comment. He went through the typical areas of prevention that we might consider. But then he said being highly social, sociability. And then he said, actually, that one is probably the most important. So he was advocating that if you had the choice between sitting at home doing crosswords to exercise your mind and your brain, that at least from the perspective of preventing Alzheimer's is concerned, that you would be better to as he said, play dominoes with a group of friends than you would be to sit at home and do crosswords. That is huge. But I'm also wondering if the very structure or fabric of relationships might be changing in a way. And here's where I'm going with this, that I think there will always be the need for those one-on-one relationships. We all want that deep soul connection relationship with another person, right? I'm not not challenging that or not saying that that's getting ready to be blown up. But I do think, here's my thought, that maybe there's going to be this desire for more group-based or communal connection. In other words, a new dynamic in relationships that brings more of us together. And that certainly fits the energy of Aquarius, where Saturn is now, Jupiter will be for the rest of this year, and Pluto will move in there in 2024 and be there for 20 years. So we're not going to get far away from Aquarian energy in our lives until 2045. So this is going to be big thematic stuff going forward. And this new dynamic that I'm feeling and sensing really conforms to that because Aquarius is all about large groups of people. It's about your tribe. It's about, it's uh, it's the podcast listeners. For me, Aquarian would be you, the podcast listener community. It's your Facebook friends. It's, you know, if you have an audience or a following, it's them. It's larger groups of people. Or it might be a group of like-minded people who want to live within a close proximity. Because I think that what's happened over the past year and a half is, that we realize that we might be stronger together than apart. Now, this has popped up in several different ways. So I moved to North Carolina the early part of April, and almost immediately people started wanting to come visit. I mean, look, I'm a good little Scorpio. I have been in my little shell under my shoe, under your under a bed near you <laughs> for all of my life. And I am not the I'm not the party house guy. I my, I've got a cousin in Tampa. Boy, she is the gathering spot. Always has been all of her life. That's like the opposite of me. And all of a sudden, people are wanting to come here. And when they come here, the one comment is about the energy that they feel in this place where I landed, directed by the universe, in early April of 2021, by the way, for those of you listening a long time down the road. 
Well, I can't tell you how many people have mentioned to me that they've felt some kind of a call to the North Carolina Smoky Mountains. And other people have mentioned that they're thinking about moving here. And a couple of people have even had dreams or visions of a retreat center and communicated those to me. And one person even said when when she has these kinds of dream, this kind of dream, like when this happens, you know, those kinds of things, right? They usually fulfill. So I've already taken some steps toward that, and I'm going to be announcing some stuff here pretty soon that will move that idea forward a little bit, just a little tiny baby step. But it's a move in that direction. And others of you have talked about wanting to come here, and that's kind of what I'm tying together. So, yep, that's coming very soon, actually. But a couple of takeaways that I think that we could lock into our brain, just some things that we can walk away from this time together with, is again, be aware that we grow through relationships, and that is obviously any kind. So here's the guarding against, because when we go through a bad relationship or we go through a breakup, typically we need time, and that is true. You need time to heal. Point is, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, especially now because I think the energy is shifting. So if you went through a difficult relationship trial, my encouragement would be not to close the door to future relationships and open that part of your life and be willing to be hurt again if that happens, but realize that there might be a different wind blowing right now that you would want to be a part of. And if you seclude and become sarcastic and become you know, jaded to what is out there that will hurt you, uh, you might miss a blessing. And kind of on parlay to that is another takeaway is there truly does seem now to be a lot of drama out there. It's the kind of stuff that has been the stories behind the breakups that I've been hearing. Well, that certainly is part of the disruption. It's part of the breaking apart what doesn't serve. If we were going to tear down a piece of property on the corner up here and build a new multi-use, COVID-friendly, (laughs) outdoor-based, community-gathering, working, eating place, but it's all based on like a center area and maybe there are open little restaurants and shops around it, but you could get in them, you could get your food over there and then come in the middle to... Uh, eat and to gather. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? See, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Well, if there was an old warehouse building on that spot that we wanted to put this, we would have to tear down that warehouse building. And that means demolition and explosives and bulldozers and cranes and wrecking balls and noise and dust. See, it has to be torn down before you can build the new. So in that tearing down process that's going on right now, there's a lot of dust and there's a lot of noise. You have to keep your eye on the bigger picture. You have to keep your eye on where we're going and navigate through that. Because look, while the construction is going on, it blocks the street for everybody, doesn't it? And then here's another thought. If there is a relationship in your world that is no longer, learn the lessons. Do the digging. Find out what you could have done differently and what the other person could have done differently and 
just learn the lessons that were there to learn and then allow the moving on in namaste. Bless that other person. You might even do some cord cutting. There, If you search online, you'll see a lot of about it. There's no magical formula. You just, and especially if you can get the other person to do this with you so that you both are doing it, it is magnificently powerful that you basically can do a little ceremony. And there are several suggestions online. If you just look at energetic cord cutting or relationship cord cutting or just cord cutting, you'll find some links that you can follow. And then you just come up with a little blessing, a little affirmation, if you will, something that you say, something that you speak out into the space that you are blessing that person. You're honoring the time and space that you spent together and you are sending both of you on your way with only the good that remains. Here's one that uh, is just simple that I found that, that works really well. Is you say, I, your name, hereby release and sever all cords to you. And you say their name. Now, this isn't something you do in person. This is energy. This is energy work. I, your name, hereby release and sever all cords to you, their name that do not serve and support our highest good. As I cut the ties to you, I honor my space and I honor your space. We each stand free in our own light. I am free. You are free. Only that which is beneficial and empowering remains. If you do, that's beautiful. And if you do something like that, along with maybe a candle and some sage, some incense, some essential oils, uh, music, dance, physical movement, yoga. But if you put that into the energetic space and do it over a period of time, maybe a couple of weeks, couple of three weeks, four, depending on if you're getting cooperation from that person, But putting that into the space every day, that becomes a mantra, an affirmation that you say to release that other person in namaste. The reason I say that is because I think now more than ever, this is my pondering, that there is likely a higher purpose underneath that breakup. Don't think it was just random. Don't think that it was necessarily because you didn't do something or they didn't do something or there were character flaws or incompatibilities. Think about that in any other normal circumstance, perhaps that relationship might have lasted until you both died. And yet, here we are under Saturn-Pluto, and it's 2021, and things will never be the same. So there may be something purposeful underneath that breakup. And that's what you want to leave in namaste so that that energy will serve you going forward. And then finally, I think the last one is as you move forward or as you start to think about relationships in the future, maybe you change jobs, maybe your kids are transitioning to college or they've been at college and they're coming home for a while, or it's a partner-based situation. Point is, Don't be afraid to think unconventionally. Look outside the box. Look at bigger groups. Look at more people coming together. 
Maybe it's more friendship across a greater area, and then out of that, maybe a one particular relationship unfolds. But it's in the context of a larger group of people. So if this is an area that is touching you, and with obviously the national divorce statistics being over 50%, there's a greater chance that at least half of you listening to this have been able to relate to this in some way. I hope these points help. Thanks so much for listening. I am sending my love and thank you for being part of this community. I do truly consider you family. Until next time, enjoy the journey. And by the way, I'll see you over on the Fun Astrology Podcast every day, Monday through Friday. And we're even looking at doing some stuff on the weekends on a consistent basis. I'll see you there. (laughs) Have a great one. Enjoy the journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.